Welcome back to the Chainsaw Chronicles, a Chainsaw Man podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Chainsaw Man Season 1, Episode 12, Katana versus Chainsaw. And what else? What else is it? It's uh, the finale. There you go. The season finale. When you have an opportunity such as the finale laid out in front of you as a podcaster, you take it. You seize it. I took the opportunity with the penultimate episode last week. Do your job. Penultimate sounds way better than finale. I mean, it Let's does. That. It does. But it's an important one to say. Okay. Uh, it's an important tag finale. What did you think about this episode? Wow. Okay. Um, bittersweet. Dude, bittersweet. I mean, this episode, uh, a lot of good things happen, I thought. I think this is a victory of an episode. But it's bittersweet in the sense of, like, it hit me. It hit me like a... My back was turned, I was in doggy position, and someone kicked the rear of my ball sack. Oh, really? That's what it felt like. That's rough. And what I mean by that is that's how the finale came at me. I was settled in for another 12 episodes. God, so it was kind of like a requiem for the finale. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yep. One, I I was just going through my life thinking, oh, wow, I've got this for another 12 weeks until uh, Crunchy sent that just haunting email into your inbox saying but uh next week (laughs) yeah finale premieres next week it hurts man i thought the same thing because there's a few uh different animes that had like a full 24 episodes Mm -hmm. i think even 26 was demon slayer i mean in my experience outside of you know attack on titan with all its fun little parts and then i guess we did do um we did Made in Abyss, but that whole thing felt different. And there was like a, a film attached to it. Yeah. So like... And even Attack on Titan's first season's like 24 yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, So the idea that it was just 12 episodes is crazy. Have you heard any more about if this is officially just like season one, part I one, think or whatever it's the end of the show. Or if they're going to do little like blot parts. Do you know? No, apparently uh, from the comments that I've read, which has only been two. Yeah, so, you're our researcher, so... so. Take what you will from these two comments. There will be a season two. It is not, it's not even a mid-season thing. It's just wow. like next season starts. That's crazy. That's crazy. I I mean, it just felt like we were getting rolling. So many new characters added into the mix. Um, I mean, if you think about it, like the characters you'll think back on season one outside of the main feud, they're all dead. Dude, yeah. They, like, they pulled a trick on us. The whole Himeno thing, yeah. Um, Himeno, everyone else at public safety that we were drinking around with, all just set up to be killed by the gun devil. And Aki's going to die soon. Seems like More it. More than likely. Seems like it. So, I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the season one. I'm in the bag for season two, but I, I'm itching for more, you know? I it, don't it feel hurts. satisfied. No, it is like... It, to me, is the ultimate tease, as in it seems like everything that is about to happen is going to be so good. Yeah, it feels like you picked me up a pizza, you dropped it off on my lap, and I got three slices in, and then you took it away from me. It, oh, I, was, yeah. I, I wasn't done with that yet. Yeah. Bring it back over. That is a great analogy. Um, but yeah, it sucks, man. I, I was really just wanting more. And I watched the episode literally five seconds before you came over, and that was my exact thought. At the very ending, I was like, the last words that were spoken, I was just like, really? Like, that's it? That's I got it. But I do have a few more thoughts that we can get into that make me even more excited for the future after re watching this and taking notes. 
Yes. And I'm going to sneeze. Fought it off. Nice. Congrats, man. Everyone, proud of you. round of applause. God, that's, that's the thing about a sneeze. You got to say that you're fighting it off because I think everyone starts cheering for you. Mm-hmm. And you can't put your fingers over your nose. That's cheating. No, no, no. And it's dangerous. Oh, you could die that way? You could definitely sprain something. Okay. You could. Oh, you could deviate a septum. I, well, one, it's already deviated. So if anything, maybe it'll put it back in place. I should probably try it some. Two, I'll never forget. Um, you, you know, when you really fight off a sneeze, sometimes it can hurt. But it's just like a pain that you're like, okay, sometimes you got to deal with the pain. Until, look this up, Google it. Matt Stafford, quarterback for then the Detroit Lions, now the Los Angeles Rams, he missed a game one time because he was fighting back a sneeze and hurt himself. What did he hurt? I, maybe like a neck. I don't. I don't remember the exact wow, injury, but put I just his remember. Neck in it. I remember uh, Ronnie at the time was very plugged in to the sports radio scene back in like uh, 2014 to 2015. Before I, you know, realize oh, podcasts and you don't yeah. have to hear the same hot sauce ads like six times in the hour. And yeah, they talked about it and they're like, "How crazy! You sneeze and then now you're missing a game." There's nothing more bitch than that. Let's it's really not. You don't want to tell anyone that. So it must have got out. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if I sound a little sick. I'm not sick. I'm just congested. Um, yeah. I mean, this is an ailment that's been going on for about a week now, I think. Uh, no. Not that long. At least uh, Monday, I guess. Because I woke up. I woke up Christmas morning feeling a little congested. So, so four days. Knocking on the door. Three more days and... No, I'm saying five. I'm calling it five. Okay. We're basically at Friday morning. All right. We'll uh, do whatever you say, young Saskatchewan. Well, I can hear you now. You're not waking up tomorrow completely better. So, yeah, I'm marking it down you for at least five. I could fight off a sneeze and everything just fixes itself. So, we start again with Aki being choked. Uh, he's being choked out, but this time he's choked out into a flashback. Okay. There's a difference in being choked out and not remembering anything and then being choked out to where you get sent back in time. Mm-hmm. It's him and o, Okay, They're eating in a nice uh, establishment. Well lit. Well well lit because it's nighttime. Well, right. I swear to God, we've seen this exact thing before and it was daytime. Do you remember that? Yep. Do you? Does that ring a bell? It does ring a bell. I don't know what to make of this cigarette scene. I think I kind of got a little more on the rewatch. I think I kind of got it a little bit better. I the think it's scene more, or what? Yes, this scene too. I think this is the exact same cigarette. I have my wow. Okay, I have my. Uh, by the way, I mean if that's the case, I don't know how much time's passed, but don't cigarettes go stale? He's puffing yeah. on a staley ciggy. But the ghost. I think it was in the contract with the ghost to give this to Aki if okay. she died. I was gonna ask about that. I was gonna ask. Um, I've got my theory. I'll go ahead and warn you. It's very poetical um, on Easy Revenge, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. I, we might come up with the same theory because I've kind of got some. It's not. It's pretty simple. I'm not. Okay. I didn't just dive headfirst into somebody's b-hole like looking for something. This I, is just me just thinking. See, that's the thing about it. I was trying so hard because I felt like, oh, God, I'm a professional podcaster. I have to have something. And then... It was as soon as I quit trying that it just flowed over me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, okay. 
So you think that it was part of the contract to give Aki this Siggy? Well, here's the, it's weird. It could be one of those situations where the ghost just liked Himeno, but the way they've talked about devils, I'm I'm not buying that. I think mm-hmm. that maybe maybe they did have like mutual respect for each other and just a part of the contract. She might have added this on a little bit later after she was contracted with the devil. She was just like, "Hey, if I die, will you give this to Aki?" Okay, so then let's go ahead and talk about it. Aki falls, or he gets choked, gives a cigarette. He walks up as he's explaining. They, The ghost devil can't see. It hears. right? No, uh, based off fear is how it like tells where people yeah. are. Um, the, the bed of flowers was pretty cool, too. Right. So do you think that... Did the ghost devil let Aki kill it? Or are we supposed to believe that he just had no fear? And if that's the case, why did Aki kill it? I, it's, I think just because if he didn't kill it right there, it might... He thought maybe it's just going to attack him. I mean, that's fair. It was clearly yeah. in Sawatari's thing. But, okay. But, yeah, it just feels like... It feels like it choked him out. Was like, oh, shit, I forgot about this contract. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that I don't understand. Here, let me give him this... And then, because even Sawatari was like surprised that this thing just stopped. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sawatari made a contract with this devil once it was basically stolen. It was eaten but stolen, or if this when the snake does that, she just is like, "You're my bitch now. I don't right. even have a contract with you. Just do this." I don't I, know. I think that that's the way I have to roll because I agree. I don't think this is a mutual relationship between. Himeno and the Ghost Devil. I don't think they had that kind of thing going, like the Pochita and Dingy, which means that it's got to be contract-based. And then at that point, it gave Aki a moment to calm himself down, realize he doesn't have any fear, and just walk straight up and just yeah. slice it off. Because in this in the uh, this flashback we get, Himeno's already missing an eye. So she had already made a contract. I wonder if you can go back and rework some of the framework of said contract and be like, hey, I'll give you uh, some of my saliva if you give this cigarette to Aki if I die. All right, and then my next question with this whole dinner scene, are we now supposed to believe, the whole time, the whole season, I've been under the influence because I know we made a big deal about it and the reaction's like, oh, she got Aki into smoking. But now it's almost like, did he pick it up himself like later or is there they just went out of their way to be like oh actually there was this whole other part of this conversation where she figures out he's too young and is like oh well, you can't back. you can't be smoking then yeah but he could be like a year away and as soon as he turned of age she pressured him back into it i don't know i almost take <clears throat> it i almost feel like he started doing it of his own accord and that she had nothing to do with it after that initial, like, she took a... Okay. Like, obviously they smoked and Once bumped, he started doing bumped it, Siggies yeah. off of each other. But the fact that she, like you said, maybe kept that first one is the same Sig. Now, here's the next one. Will Aki... We obviously see what he does at the end. He smokes the Easy Revenge cigarette. Is that his final cigarette? Ooh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. You know why I like that a lot is because, oh my, dude, it has to be his final cigarette. Yeah. She says in the flashback, this will be, he, well, he, no, says, he says in the flashback, this will be my one and last cigarette. My first and last. First and last. 
yeah. cigarette that I smoked. I thought it's funny that you just had a uh, come to Jesus moment there because I thought that's what you were going for. I was already on board. I was already like, wow, <laughs> no. that's so smart. No, but it wasn't his first, obviously, but it will be his last. But it was, in a way, his first. It was his first one he touched. He touched. I felt like it start the gears. I don't think he ever really considered smoking until she, okay. until that first cigarette. It was the first, you know. Okay. I like that a lot. Maybe she, and then she did that with the ghost devil because she was like, all right, if you give him this, this will be his last cigarette. He can finally stop that terrible addiction. And that's her way of getting him weaned off. Dude, this is, we've figured everything out. Share this podcast, everyone. <laughs> be like, hey, these guys really got it figured out. Check them out. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the whole scene, though, is pretty emotional. Him walking on the flower bed. Thinking of him and a good music, yeah. It for as little as she was actually in this show, they've mm-hmm. done such a good job of making the scenes. Amazing. However much or how little she was in the show, not to mention the way they portrayed her in the short time that yeah. she had, which at least fifty percent was as a possible child molester. Right. <laughs> she almost influenced an underage yeah. person to smoke cigarettes. Now, innocent until proven guilty. I don't have any evidence. So to me, what a stand-up yeah. woman. I'm, I miss Which, her a bunch. It of... doesn't make it any better, but we see she had a lot of issues. That was just her way of acting up because she didn't get anything she ever wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that happens to a lot of women, but to each their own. We'll, we'll let them do whatever they do. As long as they don't actually go through with it, everything is fine. So... Yeah, Sawatari, she's just absolutely dumbfounded by this. She then tries to use Snake right after he decapitates the ghost, but Kobani's already behind her. She's already got the knife right at her throat. What a sneaky little girl. And the face she's making is like, Kobani's face is it's pretty wild. I don't know. It doesn't, it, it looks a little scared, but it looks like reckless too like she's ready to just slay this oh bit. she's got a few bolts loose but you gotta yeah. love her for it so aki he tells her not to kill her and then he just instantly asks he's like so why did you stay with public safety after everything that happened and she says the most realistic answer Great in this answer. show by far this would be said in in real life for mm-hmm. sure she says because bonuses are coming soon right yep that I mean, everyone knows this. Oh, heck, three months ago, we were talking about, you know, we have profit sharing at our company. And I was like doing the math on how much longer I had to stay before I got 100% of the profit sharing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's just very realistic. Not that you were just like chopping at the bits to leave, but you're just like, well, if I did leave here, yeah. let, me, let me figure this out. I was out. starting to think about it. Yeah. And that's the same thing. And I was even going further. She's like, oh, wow, I have to wait, you know, another month. They're giving us. They're giving us the bonus sometime in December. I was like, okay, I either have, I don't know if it started uh, accruing one year into my time served or the day one. So I either have three months to a year in three months that I have to stay if I want 100% of this bad boy. (laughs) Which would be like what? 50, 100K, something like that? 50, 100K? Yeah, Yeah, somewhere around there. That's a number. Well, no, if you want the full 100, you got to wait that year to get it. The 100K, but. So now it's 100K. I don't know how much you're putting well, in the Well, 50% if you only wait three months. But if you wait a year and three, then it jumps to skyrockets to right. 100, right? Yes. Yeah. If I wait one more year and now half a month, I will be getting $50,000, $100,000. Yep. Just 
That's all it is. And I'm putting it all back into the podcast. Abide your time. So, meanwhile, Dingy and Power are in an elevator, okay? And she's chomping at a devil's arm, just taking a big old bite out of this thing. Or not a Uh, devil, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, a a zombie. zombie. A zombie, One of the zombie's arms. Just, she's saying meat's meat. Meat is meat. Um, Very slutty sounding. Sounds like a prostitute. Sounds like something you would say. It it is, yeah. I love meat. I don't know know what that tells about, says about you, but. But everything's so calm here. I love how all that shit's going on around, and they're just like calm in an elevator. Yeah, I, I mean, she's. Dingy's literally just like yawning. He doesn't really want to. He's bummed that he got stuck with her. Um, and then she kind of just goes off and does her own thing. She goes off, starts just slaying out zombies, and is just like, Dingy, follow me. I will lead our conquest. And then Dingy's just in the back, just yeah. sitting there like, what? She is hilarious. This thing, She's just like, I am the one they call power. <laughs> he's He's sitting back there just staring and just lets the elevator door shut. So he keeps going up. I, something about this show, like a lot of anime, some of the they try to do comedy and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I feel like this show does pretty good at. It's pretty I agree. Good at. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's not forced and it's not like fake funny. Where yeah. it's like you said, they're going for it. You know, they're going for it, but it's not actually. Yeah, it's just like guys. For those of you that haven't listened to the AOT Chronicles when we covered Attack on Titan, I absolutely adored Sasha in the first season. Thought the potato well. stuff was hilarious. Ronnie over here was a hater, and that's why a lot of people message him and say, hey, Ronnie, you don't really like anime. I just thought it was too well-written of a show. Sasha had too much potential of a character to can, can constantly be minimized well, to, oh, she likes, she really likes food. Well, did, did they do good later on with her character? Yes, you they mean, did. So the you whole- mean when she died and her final word was meat? Is that what you're referring to, Chad? Well, there's actually like some hidden meaning behind that. She was really, meat means freedom in her eyes. So really she was saying, (laughs) I thought they did a great job. I have no complaints. Ronnie over here, Ronnie the Rambler, where he just starts rambling about shit, getting mad. It's fine. We get it, dude. You don't like drawings. Okay. Love drawings. On the other hand, our listeners, they like anime, so that's why we're covering it. I just love it when... The show thinks that the people watching it are smart, and that's what this one did. They throw all those lines in for power. Dingy never says, I'm leaving, or I'm I'm not watching you, or I don't care which he literally just yawns, the elevator closes, and just lets us be like he's just continuing on the elevator. Like she's yeah. still talking to him and he's gone. Like <sighs> So yeah, he just yawns, he keeps going up, and he gets to the thirteenth floor. Bad luck. A lot of there's a lot of places that don't even have a 13th floor. They just skip it because... You've been in one of those places? Like, yeah. Tower of Terror. Okay. I, I've actually been... I was in like a new hotel where they didn't put it in there. And So the um, 13th floor was the 14th? I've had two 13th floor experiences. I was in a new hotel. I've been in... Well, now that I think about it, I go to a lot of new hotels. I must be doing very well. One just said, no, screw 13. We're not doing it. The other one... It was like very early on in the hotel. Like we were one of the first people to stay in it. It was me and a couple buddies on a beach trip. And we were playing, you know, something like a bunch of cool 18-year-olds do. Um, You know, some people were at a party. We weren't doing the party. We were playing hotel tag. And when we went to the the whole thing, whole, whole hotel was already built, 
renovated all that. And when you went to the 13th floor, bare bones. Wow. Yeah. They, did they call it the 13th floor? They yeah, call it was it like the, the 13th floor. We're like, oh, we'll go to the third. Not even thinking about like what. And then when it opened up, it was just like the flooring. It was just concrete floors. You, all the, um, yeah, like no walls other than just like beams holding everything <clears> up. So did y'all like, go in there? No, we were scared. Oh, I would be too. We got out of there. You never know. Isn't that where like somebody died or something? The 13th floor? Well, 13 is just an unlucky oh, number. Okay. or So they say. Isn't Tower of Terror, though, that or whole th- story about the 13th floor? I think there was a 13th thing going on. Maybe. Okay. Cool. So yeah, as soon as he gets to the 13th floor, though, the doors open, and none other than Sideburn Man and two henchmen pointing guns at Dingy, just standing there waiting on him. Um, This guy's turning himself in, Ronnie. Okay. That's well, why. yeah. He says, listen, if the this right, is, if you say the right things, I'll just turn myself in. This is as good of a deal as the future devil gave Aki. Not, it's not a good deal at all. And I don't really understand his logic either. I had a hard time following. Yeah, he's not very good at explaining it. Um, he's mad because his grampy is dead. And his little buddies, they had some friends in the Yakuza who also died, so yeah, I don't know. they're angry. Yeah, I don't know why this dick uh, thinks it's so crazy that his granddad and their friends turned into zombies when there was literally a whole basement of zombies. Yeah. He's like, no, it's not possible. Yeah, his grandpa would never do that. Um, yeah, he's so full of rage, though, he won't even listen to Denji, like you said. He doesn't believe anything he says. Like, Denji will say, well, he was a zombie, and I wasn't even planning on killing him until he tried killing me, so... Yeah, it was, like, the most put-together sentence Denji has ever done. Yeah. But, yeah, he keeps talking about justice and feeling bad for killing... He even feels bad when he kills zombies, um, I oh, guess. Oh, God. Yeah, even well, though he killed Himeno. Like, what? I mean, this guy killed a human, but... Well, he said when he accidentally kills zombies... What? Yeah, so when he purposefully does it, he doesn't feel bad at all. But what does when he that accidentally even mean? does it, it's just horseshit. This, this guy is just full this of This guy horseshit. sucks. He yeah. sucks. I'll say it. He even takes a shot at him for his heart being replaced with Pochita. He says something along the lines of, oh, well, your heart, you know, you must have the devil heart now. Must, must be like that, which he's had his heart replaced by Katana Devil, so. It, right, and okay. So he, what he, he talks about that him having his heart replaced, but it's like you obviously can tell that both of you are not devils. Like, well, yeah, there's something. De- his almost seems like someone was using him to like make a weapon, essentially. Like it wasn't something. But how though? That's I don't know. I'm... It didn't seem like he had a relationship with the katana devil. Well, and why would the Katana Devil have a relationship with this guy? Who could have a relationship right. with this guy? And he doesn't, he doesn't use like the term. He's like, oh, and you know, the Katana, Katana Devil took place in my heart. He says something. He's like, one time, apparently, he's like, apparently, I have the Katana Devil. So, yeah, I would love to know how that happened. I guess Sawatari somehow did that. I don't know. I thought you accidentally slipped up on your words and said the Kendama Devil. Oh, would, wow. If we get the Kendama Devil. If we devil, get the Kendama Devil. Shit is going down. Okay. It is going to bring so many Kendama mixtapes that were made back in our seventh grade year back yeah, to life. 2010. Here we come. How would, literally, how would, uh, how many cool tricks do you think the Kendama Devil would do? 
tricks we've never even heard of. Do you know how many times over the past five years someone brings up kendamas and I have just almost an irresistible urge to buy one and then just like bring it back? I feel like I'm going to bring back the trend. Maybe we'll bring it back just by mentioning it here. Uh-huh. Do you know how many times? One. Like twice? Knew it. Do you know how many times I bought a kendama? Zero. Zero. It's because it's one of those things where it's like... I still have one if you want it. Really? You, yeah. You're saying if we pause right now, you could go find one? Probably not, but so I think I do, though. Like, if I if I looked very hard, okay. I could find one. I mean, not that many places it could be. Don't like you saying that. I don't think you could find one. Mm-hmm. Um, don't believe me, just watch. All right, that's a challenge to you. Bruno Mars said it best. By season two, make sure you have a kendama. All right, season two in four years. But you can't buy it. It's got to be one that yeah. you or you have to come out and make a public apology. All right. Well, <clears throat> he wants Stingy to just let him kill him, okay? He says, just make it easy on us. Come on, if you have any dignity, just let us kill you. He's, make, he's starting to make sense here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you just let me kill you, I'll turn myself in. Trust me. And then they start going at it, and they fly out of the 29th floor of this building. The 29th floor is pretty generous. <laughs> ah, they just go soaring out of the top of this 75-story building. It's all. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, all right, I got to make this one of our like little social media clips where this whole charade. And I was already thinking, I'm like, someone will be that guy and comment and be like, well, actually, it's probably uh, the third floor of a uh, separate building that was on top of another building. Actually, the yeah, arch- but just do it anyways. So what? Oh yeah, I'm gonna 100% do it. But I just I'm just preparing you. For oh, that I thought you were sc- I thought you were scared of uh, dork dorky saying that. No, no, no. He's like uh, the person's like geek. Uh, actually, the architecture in Japan's uh, structured a lot of like the ways the mangas are, where you know Attack on Titans three parts this final season. And the architecture in Japan, the buildings are three parts, so they're actually on the third part of the building on the 13th floor. Uh, so that, if you do the math, correct math there, that's really close to about 30, the 39th floor. So that's uh, that's kind so, of... Uh, yeah, that's why it seems like they're so, so high and they fall for approximately, uh, according to my calculations, 57 and a half seconds. And you, you thought you did something funny there with that, with that YouTube short, but... <laughs> but, but really, I just pwned you and that's but, all and we're all that's all just a paragraph that's a comment <laughs> it's not even him saying it. he's just that's just a tiktok comment and then most and then most the uh most of the comments like that they end like this uh love the pod by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh and then we get a comment like that and it's just like a five star we're like what the fuck that's like his uh his review on Apple Podcast. Yeah, love then, we, then we get somebody that says "love the pod" and they give us three stars. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what a happens world. all the time. What a world. Yeah, all the time. God, we can't keep people out of our review section. <laughs> all right, so they're fighting on buildings. The animation is just fucking amazing, right here. I, don't, I think no one would have any qualms with it. It's that. a great job on the fight. Yeah, that, yeah, it's awesome. Best fight of the season I've, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some things where Denji just goes wild, where he's just destroying things that were cool, but, like, this stood out as a good battle. Yeah, Katana slaughter. swing each other. Katana hits him down onto a train. Okay, we got a moving train fight here. And we talked about it in the reaction. A moving train fight is always the best. Name something with a moving train fight. Go. Spider-Man 2. 
And that's the first that always comes to mind, and it's ah, yes. oh, it's the first that always comes to mind. Amazing when he's demasked, yeah. So and then great. obviously he's just Demon a Slayer. He's just a. Wait, I was trying to do my New York accent. I can't do it. He's just a kid. Um, yeah, we're doing Demon Slayer right now. Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, train never fight. seen it. Okay, uh, uh, congratulations. It was only it was only the backbones of a. Uh, it was only one of the core backbones of a 37, <laughs> 37 film extravaganza that we're still in the middle of. So it's not too late to get involved if you want. There's as many films as there are stories in this building they just jumped out of. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So, yeah, the train fight starts. The whole... I, the animation here, too, though, I don't know how they do moving trains and fights like i really don't know how they do any of this i guess do they use cg and they have to use it right dude i don't know i'll go ahead and tell you this i don't know how all that stuff works like you know all the movies that are cg now yeah like i don't know what part of that and i feel like i sound so stupid here but it's been a question i've had for years probably since back when i first saw the winter soldier uh, (laughs) is I don't understand how CG, CGI translates to money, if that makes sense. Like when they talk about all these big movie movies how now, they're much, like, 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 oh yeah, it's like, oh, so much CGI, it costs $5.2 billion. And I'm like, well, like you're not, how? Because uh, I, I, Do you know I instantly think of Avatar because they, they talk about how the Avatar yeah. films cost so much because of the CGI. Is it just because it takes so many people? That's what I've always come to, up with. Because to me, to it's, CG it. It's just like software, right? It's like a program. They got to be in there doing all the. Like it takes time. And it, it must takes, just take so much time and effort that it costs that much. That's and all I got, can think the of. The teams are so big. Yeah. That's what I. That's the only thing I can think of. Because they're probably just using like um, Microsoft Paint, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pinnacle. And I understand, like, they have to have all these special cameras and all this equipment and stuff, but, like, yeah. the I don't know. I'm sure it's not cheap, the equipment, either, but... Someone tell me. I just have never yeah. understood. Like, oh, there's so much CGI. Yeah, actually, costs, let us know, guys. I'm sure we have five million dollars. We have plenty of CGers listening Is it just right the now. team? Yeah. Is it just a time... Th- like, if I, if I had the software that they do... Do I need five hundred million dollars to do it, or do I just need like three hundred years of my own time and it just be a one man job, just slowly making a? Yeah, I, I think the CG teams are comprised of hundreds of people, so yeah, I think it would okay. take you very long. But I could do, I could do it for just like if I if someone just gave me the software, and I had all the time in the world, like all right, I'll see you in three hundred years, but I'm going to do this for less than fifty bucks. Is that how you understand it? I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, think about it. If it takes them a year to do the CG and they have hundreds of people working on it, it's going to take you 300 years, yeah. No, I know. For yeah, one yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. That's just my main thing. Are they actually being like, oh, crap, now we got to buy... Now we got to buy this explosion. We have probably so many fucking CG animators that are just irritated with us right and now. And I'm fine. If they give me the answer, I'm fine with that because I've wondered for so long. Okay. Don't look it up. We gotta let the listeners let us know. Yeah, I've wondered for so long. You would have thought that I would have looked it up by now, but I haven't. So, Dingy, he's talking to the guy. He likes his current life. Okay, this made me tear up a little bit. 
No, it didn't. Don't lie. Not tear up inside. Not Ronnie. We're doing reactions now, so one time, like it's going to be, it's going to be a special moment when we actually tear up. So I don't need your bullshit lying. Okay, don't take it seriously. Tear up inside. Take it seriously. Inside. That's not what you said the first time. Not what you said the first time. Inside of my body. I I called you on it, and then you put a disclaimer on it. Okay, so don't act like that's what your initial stance was. If you've listened to this podcast ever before, Mm -hmm. you know that I say that, and I don't mean it realistically. When I when I mean, but there's been times where you have meant it. Which times? There's been times. Name, name a single time, then, um, Ronnie. Name the, one. The grave of the fireflies. No, I did. I said I bawled my eyes out. There's a difference in. That. I just want the. Did I get that name right? I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think that there was any way. I just think when two men talk about getting emotional and tearing up, I think we tell the truth. We don't want to just do it for the. I clicks. said on the inside. Listen, I don't say that for the clicks, oh Ronnie. That's just what I've always said on the inside. We got to be real. Tearing up. It's like my heart's tearing up. So I don't show it. Dude, think about how many people are crying on the inside so don't but, say, never, but never show it on the outside. So don't say, okay, here's what, here's an answer I will accept. You can't say I teared up and then wait for me to you know, challenge you on it. They'd be like, oh, on the inside. You can say it pulled my heartstrings. My heartstrings. Because that's what you're talking about. Tearing up on the inside yeah. is being your heartstrings being pulled. Okay. I'll accept that answer. Okay, all right. So yeah, he keeps fighting. He busts him inside the train. Okay, Stop just that guy. absolutely That's what jumps. He said. Yeah, I should have said that, but it didn't because we're in a different show, Ronnie. And he busts him through the train, and he even uses the classic Neil Katana move. Okay, this is the most anime move of all time. Every single we've seen it in Demon Slayer, where uh, what's it, Giyu? He's used this move where he just kind of kneels down, mm-hmm. gets in ready position, and then all of a sudden, it's like he's so fast that you don't even see. He just teleports. It can't be defended. It cannot. And <clears throat> there's a bystander, though, right beside Dingy. Dingy even says, hold up, because he knows what's about to happen, and he cares about people. This guy said Dingy doesn't care about people, but he doesn't want this innocent person to die. He kind of deflects it to, like, he stays in that position so that girl doesn't die mm-hmm. and gets his arm cut off. It was Okay, so I think two episodes ago we started to see Dingy like question himself on whether or not he was starting to feel for people. And at the time he was thinking about it, but he was saying, no, 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 I don't. But just thinking about it means that he's starting or he was starting to. And now we're seeing it right on the screen. There's a couple things. I mean, he, he says something very nice about Himeno and about how, you know, this guy killed her. Now he's defending this woman. I mean, it's all very beautiful. Yep. And in the first few episodes when he fights the bat devil, Mm -hmm. he like, he did, he did save a couple people, but it wasn't like because he cared about him. It was just off instinct. He was just like, ah, he's like, you're not a part of this. So he just, it was kind of an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like because if was you if you remember, like he had he was holding that guy up uh, who was in the car, and then he threw the car back at the Bat Devil. So was, did he, did that guy die? No, no, he didn't. Yeah, because he knew. I'm just saying, like I don't know if he purposely saved him. <laughs> he he kind of just used the car as a weapon. Dingy then asked if they can ban that move because this guy has now cut off two of his arms with that epic move. And uh, this guy says he just wants an apology for his dead grampy. Okay. 
Denji, though, with just his head alone, says that even with both arms cut off, I still have a chance because he's got that noggin on him. He even mentions his head. This is what's so awesome about this is he mentions his head to throw off this guy. The only mm-hmm. listen, you mm-hmm. know, do you it's know in why? my notes? It's in my notes. Do you know why he's smart enough to do this? All of the training with Kishibe. A classic misdirection. Yep. Classic. And when you slow it down, they go head to head at each other. If you slowed it down, paid attention frame by frame, you see him kick him. Did you go frame by frame? I went frame by frame. I saw him throw a kick. I was like, no way. How did I miss that? Because in, even in fast motion, you can see him swing the leg. I was I like, wow. I love that dedication from you, Chad. Thank love you. Love it when you go frame by frame, brother. And after, then after Quintana guy... He speaks about 75 words. So anime. Oh, my God. He then slices in half, which what I do like about this, though. Okay, go ahead. So anime. He is immortal. So, like, the chances of him being able to do this are pretty pretty strong. So anime. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stupid thing that I shouldn't like because it was so long. Even, like, they were like, okay, wait, wait, wait a moment. Dandy's got his little one-liner in your way. Keep them together. Keep them together. I already said it. Now immediately split open. Um, but, dude, the chainsaw leg reveal was so hype. That <laughs> it was. That I'll allow it. I'm allowing it. So Dingy's getting smarter, man. He's getting better, smarter. Um, we then see the aftermath. We see Power's all right. Kobani's all right. Um, the angel devil. For some reason, we get a glimpse of her. I don't know how much she's going to do, but she seems pretty boring right now. Well, I mean, in their defense, uh, they were introduced last episode, and then they're like, finale! Yeah. So, we then come back, and we see that Katana is now just in his boxers, and he's tied up on the tracks. What do they have him tied up with here? It had, like, spikies, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know. But it was also, like, just a chain. Yeah, I don't know where he got this, if it was just, like, part of the train, that busted train, like, metal. I'm not sure exactly where he got this from. You know, you know, it would be super cool if we like there was an evolution of his powers and he just did more and more chainsaw things. Like, what if he could essentially make rope, but it's just chainsaw chains and he like ties people up with it? That'd be sick, you know what I mean? So it doesn't have like the actual um, the steel part that the chain runs around on the chainsaw, but he can just like manifest the chain. That'd be dope. I think so too. I bet there's got to be more to it. There's, I mean, there's no way he's just, be, yeah, because we've seen him do the leg now. Yeah. I feel like slowly we'll see build, more. I think more. they're building up. So okay, let's think for you know just a few seconds here. What else could they do with the chainsaw? Uh, he could. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Well, I came up with the ch- using the chain as a chain. So I'm gasoline. Not... He could spill gasoline. Out. There you go. There yeah. you go. He could just start spitting up gasoline, set like people on fire. I like that. Hopefully, he's not. It's not using a Ryobi. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully, that thing's not battery powered. You know. I want this thing to be like a Makita. What? Makita. Okay. That's a another chainsaw yeah, yeah. brand. Very good brand. Very good drills. I think you just were adding a little foreign to it. Makita. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Makima. It's just Makita. I don't think Jack on the construction site's calling it that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. He's like, I am that Maki Tao. <laughs> yeah. So once Dingy uh, pulled the Katana out of his arm, he just got put back together. 
So that kind of answers our question of how Dingy got put back together. It wasn't like they were doing surgery on him the last times mm-hmm. he got cut in half. He literally, they probably just pulled something and he just, right, just like switched back together. They're immortal. Him and that guy are immortal, which is wild because I just don't know where they're going to go with that. Like, if they're truly immortal, how how would they get the gun devil get the heart? I don't know. Well, okay, yeah. That's a, it. Seems like it seems like they shouldn't just be immortal. Like it seems like if you can get the heart, then that would put an end to Dingy. Well, he might be technically immortal unless like a devil is able to get the heart and swallow it or something. Well, like yeah, to me, to me, it's like. If they keep the devil heart, they're immortal. But the second that that goes, they're done. Like, that just was what makes sense to me. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Like, if they're after... Yeah, but they haven't really said that. So, okay. Well, they haven't, but I feel like they did mention something along that line. Like, Sawatari said something. Like, don't... Like, go for the head. Don't hit the heart or something like that. So, you might be right. So, Dingy has time on his hands before the cops come, though. Um... He mentions that this guy killed Himeno, a hot lady, and he doesn't seem to care. So he's a, he's a little mad that this guy killed a hot lady, and that's one less hot lady in this world. I would around. be mad too. Denji says he should do a contest as Aki starts walking up. Um, like just the thought of him, just him even thinking about this is just fucking sick. Like Denji actually rules. What just the idea that it's a contest, or yeah, just the idea the that contest. he's like he catches this guy and he's not just like oh, he like just talking shit to him. Oh, we're gonna put you away. He's like, well, I should probably do a contest too. Now, that right? I, just yeah, the fact I, that he's I even mean, thinking about it. That's the kind of uh, that's the kind of mindset I have. Let's make a game out of it. Yeah, he says it's gonna be the best contest ever. <laughs> this guy shot him and so we should take shots at him. Nut shots to see who can get him to scream the loudest, which is a terrifying game. I can't imagine if my buddies were like, hey, you want to play this game with me? It's a contest. Uh, surely it only can go like truth- truthfully three rounds because like after three nut kicks, like what are you even experiencing oh, anymore, God, right? Like dude. you got to just be done. I don't know, man. He's immortal, so think he can just regenerate and just constantly get keep getting kicked in the balls. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. So Aki kneels down. He looks like he's really not about this life. Uh, and he asks if Himeno really would want that. And he's all sad and shit. But then he pulls out that revenge Siggy. Okay? Pulls that little sucker out. And he realizes he needs to be enjoying the little things in life. Okay? He needs the easy revenge. His revenge is the hard revenge, which is the gun devil. He needs the one right in front of him. Just take the revenge right in front of you. And okay. that is... The nuts of the cantata, man. Okay, right okay. in front of you. All right, I like that. Here's mine. That, here's mine. Oh. I was gonna say that's kind of what I'm getting from this cigarette. Is she's saying you need to? Because he, Aki, seems like the type of guy that hasn't enjoyed anything in life. He's got one goal, and if he doesn't get there, he's not gonna enjoy anything. She wants him to just enjoy the little victories of life. I like yours because it's happy. It's on the happy side. Mine's a little bit sadder in the sense of like, okay easy revenge when we met her she was smoking and it's like easy revenge smoking is easy revenge on yourself you don't smoke because it doesn't matter like they pitch it as go ahead and smoke 
you're going to die anyway um, in a few years because of this. No, it's they're smoking because they feel guilty, and with every cigarette, you know, it's taking them one step closer to death. It's like punishing Ooh, themselves. Okay. Like, but what do they both have? Survivor's guilt. Yeah. His family died. All of her partners died. So, you know, they're not going to just, they're working towards a mission, right? So they're not going to just kill themselves. But with every single cigarette, they're taking themselves, you know, one step closer and they're getting a little revenge on themselves. Oh, okay. I like that too, but that just shows the cynical thoughts that you have in your mind. You're, you're, I always think of the happy stuff. Right, right. (laughs) The way the show is though, you're probably more on the right side because it doesn't seem like there is going to be any happy moments besides the little bit of happiness that Aki actually gets in this episode, which is the best part of this episode. Because when they start kicking away at this guy's bahunglas, they are so happy. Aki's even smiling. I don't think I've ever seen Aki smile before. Mm-hmm. And just that, I mean, Denji, this is like the happiest Denji can get right now. He is just so happy. This moment is just amazing. It's, it's stupid as it is because they're kicking a guy in the nuts. It is a terrific moment. Yeah, it's just uplifting to end the season because he, Aki has, he's been such a stick in the mud. And now he's taking this moment. He's, you know, thinking like, oh, I hope, Himeno, are you seeing this from up in heaven? Like, we are just wrecking this guy. <laughs> this is your Requiem song. And it makes me think, like, and we can talk about it a little bit after the end credits as well, I guess, but do you think that we see a, a change in Aki? Is he going to be a little bit more lighthearted now? I think so. I think he'll actually start to enjoy a, some things. I think he's still going to be a stick in the mud, but some of the moments he will legitimately enjoy. He needs to sit down and realize, I've got two years left. What's the point of me just being just a just a shit bag who right. doesn't enjoy anything? I might as well enjoy something. Can he connect a little bit with Aki and Power in his position? He's like, okay, I need to enjoy my time, have fun with them in the way that I never truly let myself do with him and O. Yep. So, you know, I go going out, no regrets. No regrets. But it, that makes it even more sad, though. Kick the balls, no regrets, you know? That makes it even more sad, Ronnie, because, okay, yeah, no regrets, just smash these testicles. The saddest part is, is that it's like a when an old man at the age of 80 realizes that he's been wrong his entire life Oof. and starts to change, and then he dies two years later. Yeah. This is Aki right now. He's realizing that he's been fucked up this entire time. He might want to change a little bit, but he's got two years left. He's got 700 and no, 800, and that, whatever. And that's sad, but also, you know what? What did what did the, one of the top five bands of all time say? It's not too late. It's never <laughs> too late. <laughs> Is three days grace on a lot of people's top five, do you think? Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> Gotta be. That song has got to be, too. But yeah, that's so true. It's never too late. It's never too late until it's too late. Are you big three day? Can you name another song by them? Yep. Uh, I hate everything about you. Oh, that's a great one. Yep. Yeah, that one rips. God, I love that one. That one really gets me going. I hate everything about you. They might be a top three band. <laughs> Pain. Pain. With a love pain. Oh, I never liked that one quite as much. It was because it was way too overplayed. That's just, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you might It was one right. of those you just hear it. You 
from 2008 to like 2011, you just heard it every single day. Right. You would just be in the shower and it would just start playing. You're like, what the fuck? I don't even have a speaker in here. Yeah. Yeah, that song got old very quick. We then head to Makima. Okay. We needed a little moment with Makima. She's talking to the head of public safety. One of the men in black suits. Okay. We're just going to call him the black suitman. And she talks about Sawatari, who was a devil hunter formerly from the private sector. Ooh, I love so that little juicy. tidbit. Also, what I'll say about Makima is like, so when we're doing reactions, you want to try and be like a little bit entertaining while still watching the show. But nothing will get me to shut up quicker and lock in than just seeing her with her little, her little grin talking. Yes. Because you know it's some juicy shit that yeah. she's got to be saying. If Dingy's saying something, like, you can pretty much know it's probably, you know, 80% of the time it's goofy, it's fun, you can kind of continue your sentence over it, but you see her and it's just shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Every time she's speaking, you just think it's always going to be something cryptic and it's going to be some juicy stuff that's probably going to mean a lot in the future. But, so... Sawatari had contact with the gun devil and distributed weapons in return to give the gun devil uh, Dingy's heart. How, though? If it's that easy to have contact with the gun devil, why has she just not, Makima not done Did they say contact or contract? I think, well, both. It would be both. Contract and contact. Okay. Because, okay. Yeah. You just said that and I was like, it's so close. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure they said she had a contract. But the thing is, if it's that easy to do it and they're all looking for the gun devil... Why don't they just do it? Well, even more so, that's interesting because it's like, okay, she was she was in a private sector. Does that mean this private sector found the gun devil? Or did the gun devil, was he like watching from afar, saw that they were kind of shady, and then like approached them? The gun well, devil has got to be like, the gun devil has to be like uh, the spider devil, right? Where it's like a human version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we figured that out yeah. the other day when we learned the humanoid for sure. It's gotta be. It's. I could even see it being a thing where, not somebody that we've already seen. I mean, it could be that, but it. It's. <laughs> I've got a theory. It could be somebody that's like, hey, I've got, I've got contact. You know, here I'll take you to the gun devil. They're like, you need some stuff. I'll go, and then it walks over to a building, and it is the gun devil, and then it just like gets some guns, and it's like, oh, here you go. Yeah, the gun devil. He said, yeah, this contract's good. Here's twenty thousand years. But here's the other thing, dude. Is what is the relationship between the gun devil and the chainsaw devil? Because they have got a history. Well, dude, this makes me think the end of this episode from the very first episode. Well, we'll get into it here in a second. Let's go ahead. We'll get into it. So they found multiple loads of gun devil flesh and the chunks are starting to move towards the main body. And right when we're about to find out where it's going, boom. It cuts to the ED, which sucks because I was so excited to see what where it was oh, headed. Yeah, yeah. But the ending is the best visual ending of the first part for sure for me. Yeah, it's so fun because it's essentially like what we love so early on when it was just the um, Aki doing like household chores montage, except it's an ED. It's so good. Uh, the little like smirks that Aki gives. He's actually enjoying his time with it. Like even this, they're just going to the grocery store. They're just doing simple things. Uh, they're all just wearing like you, they went shopping the day before and they're now rocking their new outfits. It's so cute. 
you know that's that's the aura they're giving that's the vibe they're giving off it's just like i got my new clothes on and i'm feeling yeah. good yeah then they make it back and they're they're eating food drinking beer just laughing i mean it's it's beautiful Denji then passes out. Powers playing with Miaoi and Aki. It gets nighttime. He heads to the balcony to fill that addiction. He pulls out the easy revenge Siggy, lights it up, and then that's where I, I said I think that's his final cigarette. One hell of a drag. I'm I'm jumping on board with you. I think so as well. I and it might not last be. One. We it could, might not. It literally could start the next season with Aki smoking a cigarette. Yeah, but. it might not. But I just love like. The opening scene of this, well, no, 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 just like the scene that we kept going back to was her offering Aki the first cigarette and kind of peer pressuring him to this right here, him saying first and last. It would just be perfect writing if they did it. So they've got the opportunity and come through. Normally when a character is like killed off that early and with not what seemed to be not a lot of buildup, I'm like real kind of not mad about it, but I'm just like, oh, it's kind of wasted potential. But they've... They've done everything they could with him and O. I feel yeah, like they've done perfect. yeah, really good job. And then while he's doing that, he's it gets down to the revenge words and it starts to go black. This is where I was getting confused. I was like, is the episode over? Is it not over? I thought it ended like seven times. Oh, this episode ended like yeah. Yeah. So many times. We then go to Dingy's dream. And this is the first part of the episode. And first part of the I mean first season. First part of the season, yeah. Very beginning. Thing. First thing they showed, he's going down a dark alley. Um, we get to a door with a bunch of like papers on it, and sm- it's small, dingy. He looks like he's probably like what ten years old or so. Uh huh. And he says he has this dream all the time. He always has it, but he always forgets it. And then Pochita says Dingy's name, and then says you can't open that door. And then it. The dream cuts off. And what I think this is, I don't think this is actually a dream. Okay. I think this actually happened. I mean, he might he might be dreaming it or remembering it, but I think this is something that actually happened when he was a kid. And for some reason, Pochita... I don't know if Pochita just actually cares about Denji that much, but didn't want him to see maybe what... Maybe what he actually looks like. What if what if Pochita actually looks way different? We don't. We already know that a lot of devils transform differently. What if? Oh his yeah, little... I think I yeah. We've I mean, talked about it my before, horn, right? but yeah, I think I've because uh, you were like, oh, the chain. Look at Pochita. He's that dangerous of a devil, and I'm like, well, I think he transforms. I think he freaking chains up, brother. Do you also, think he's actually a bad? Like he is legitimately a pretty bad devil that's done really bad things, but. He's trying to hide that from Denji, or, uh, or potentially for sure. I think that's possible. Um, but if I'm getting really wacky and stuff, I think as we get further in to the show, an aspect that might come into play is Pochita talking with Denji. Whether it just be like dreams or something like that, I think just as he gets more comfortable, like. They've gone out of their way once again to set up the whole idea like Dingy or Pochita's in there. You know, Makima said, like, I think he still lives within you. So I just think that eventually there's going to be some form, some form of communication between the okay. two. So what else did you get from that, though? <clears throat> Any thoughts of what that could possibly be? Do you think that's something that actually happened? 
I just think, okay, I think the Chainsaw and Gun Devil are very close to each other in some way, somehow. At my absolute craziest, all right, we hear a woman's voice at the end. I'm going on record. The Gun Devil is a woman. And... Pochita was sleeping around with her? <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. What? You you said you heard the gun devil at the end? I didn't say I heard the de- gun devil. I heard a woman. The woman's voice. Okay. You're, uh, we'll talk about the end, what the woman's voice says. It says, it's a female walking, and she says, Dingy, tell me the difference between a country mouse and a city mouse. Which would you rather be? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. If I'm getting absolutely, completely nutter butter sandwiched here. I'm not saying I 100% believe all this. I'm just going wild, right? Yeah. We see a woman walking around. We say that we think a humanoid devil. So I do think it's the gun devil. I think it's a woman. And if I'm going completely crazy, it might be Dingy's mom. Okay. So you think that lady walking around is the gun devil? That that I'm that's not that's not a bad theory. That I'm the most confident of. Yeah. Really, you think that's. If I had to like sign a theory, if I had to sign away and be like, this theory I think the most likely, that's what I'm going with. It's obviously something, now that you say that though, it is someone that already knows him because they mention that he's from the country because that is where Dingy's from. They say, what's the difference between a city and a country, country mouse? He was from the country. He was a bumpkin. So it's somebody that knows him in the past. So you might be right about the mom thing too. That, that I feel like that's probably not gonna be it but it sounded like a younger girl i don't know yeah i just think that okay pochita when we saw him gunshot wound gun devil at his father's grave so i can't connect pochita's his mom no i'm just saying they're close in close relation the mom thing, I always, when people die off screen and it's just explained away, like all they were like, oh, Dingy's mom, like for all I know, he literally just sat there and watched her die. Yeah. They talked about her being sick. So that might, you know, that might be completely ludicrous. I don't even want to talk about that part of it as much as just all the other pieces. So are you saying the gun devil might not be as bad as we think? I'm not saying that either. The gun devil seems pretty shitty. <laughs> I'm Team Pochita. Okay, why... Here's another Pochita. here's another question I have since this is the finale season one. Why did the gun devil do that attack? And then it's just not done anything since. Yep. Think about that too. It's that was when Aki was a kid. Mm-hmm. It had that massive attack, not done a single thing since, besides literally just hand out guns. Yeah. I mean that's insane. Why like hand out guns and now once chainsaw's heart. Dude, what if Pochita was fighting it? What if it was the the adversary to the gun devil this whole time? Pochita actually cares about people. That's just why I'm coming up with some connections to Dingy and all that. Like <clears throat> The gunshot in Pochita when we found him and the fact that Pochita was at the funeral or at the cemetery. Like Those are two pieces I can't, I can't get past. Oh, God. Um, and yeah. That's what Ronnie's riding with right now. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, what if we just, when we do find out, it's like so right in front of our face. We just never saw it. Those are the best kind of reveals. So I, I hope that they can pull that off. 
And that's the end of the episode. A lot of fun. Excited for season two. I know. I don't um, know how long we have to wait. It kind of sucks, but we do want another reaction, though, to a TV show. Obviously, Attack on Titan is going to be coming up maybe in the next four months. Mm-hmm. We know 2023 um, Demon Slayer is going to be coming up. We're going to do that as well. Yeah, let us know. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, acknowledge we've had requests. We did season one of Made in Abyss. People have said, you know, it'd be cool if you guys did the same sort of coverage with Made in Abyss season two. I could definitely see us doing that. Um, and then also... The- also, too, just comment. Leave a comment. Email us. We, we'll get a whole like list of shows, like the top shows suggested for us to react to, and then we can do a poll with it. Yeah, it'd See be fun people... as well. Yeah, yeah, if people uh, spoke up. Because, yeah, now that we have the reaction stuff set up, let's go ahead and keep doing reactions, even if it's not necessarily even if we don't uh, cover it in the pod. live shows. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that's the kind of thing, too. Let us know what show. You'd be like, all right, I think this one would be fun for a podcast. This one would be fun for reaction. They don't always yeah. have to be you know, completely completely tied up together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're just trying to figure out what works, what people want. Right. We thought we car we we've, we've had fun carving out this own little niche of the podcast because not a whole lot of people have done that. I like it because I feel like we deep dive into it the most. We have a, just a fun time. Um, but yeah, you just have to let us know what you want. It's always a fun time when I'm with you, Ronnie. Love you, brother. Another show down, another season down. Yep. We will talk with you soon. We'll keep going for years on years. Subscribe years on, on YouTube. Patreon. Email us, Ronnie and Chad on all social media. We'll talk with you soon. All righty. Peace. Peace.